Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 138, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and I hope your Wednesday is as lovely as your face. Unless, of course, you have a face that looks like a warthog's bottom, in which case I hope that your Wednesday is much lovelier than that. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Marvin, I forgot to ask on Monday. Did you watch any good movies at the weekend? Oh, as a matter of fact, I did, Dave. Yeah, I I watched this great movie about a little cow who dreamed of cooking in a fancy restaurant in Paris. I see. Okay, yeah, and that was called? Ratamouille, Dave. Yeah, it was good. You should watch it. Okay, well, Marvin, it is your very favourite day of the week. (gasps) Of course it is. It's Wednesday. Jingle, please. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin. And he's gonna tell us a joke. Oh, Hi, everyone. Well, how are you mooing, Benjamin? Oh, I'm mooing good, Dave. You know, you know, I've had lots of requests this week for more knock-knock jokes. It's been a while. Okay, okay. So is that what we're going with today? Oh, it sure is. Get ready to laugh. Knock-knock. Uh, who's there? Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah who? Isaiah abracadabra and poof, the door opens. <laughs> Oh, moo. Thanks, Benjamin. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Thanks, Benjamin. Now, Marvin, well, we stepped out of Second Kings yesterday, but we're going to step back in today, back into the story of Hezekiah. Okay, yeah, after God took care of the Assyrians, right? That's right. Okay, great. So, well, who's reading today? Today, we're back to our friend Kara. Oh, Kara. Yeah, she goes to university in Aberdeen, you know. I did know that. Yeah, it's where my cousin Angus is from. Hi, Cara. Hi, everyone. So today's readings from 2 Kings chapter 20, verses 1 to 19. In those days, Hezekiah became very sick. He was about to die. Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him. Isaiah told Hezekiah, the Lord says, put everything in order, make out your will. You're going to die soon. You will not get well again. Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall. He prayed to the Lord. He said, Lord, please remember how faithful I've been to you. I've lived the way you wanted me to. I've served you with all my heart. I've done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Isaiah was leaving the middle courtyard. Before he had left it, a message came to him from the Lord. He said, go back and speak to Hezekiah. He is the ruler of my people. Tell him, the Lord, the God of King David says, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears and I will heal you. On the third day from now, you will go up to my temple. I will add 15 years to your life, and I will save you and this city from the power of the king of Assyria. I will guard this city. I will do it for myself, and I will do it for my servant David. Then Isaiah said, Press some figs together, spread them on a piece of cloth. So that's what they did. Then they applied it to Hezekiah's boil, and he got well again. Hezekiah had said to Isaiah, You say the Lord will heal me. You say that I'll go up to his temple on the third day from now. What will the sign be to prove he'll really do that? Isaiah answered, The Lord will do what he has promised. Here is his sign to you. Do you want the shadow the sun makes to go forward ten steps, or do you want it to go back ten steps? It's easy for the shadow to go forward ten steps, said Hezekiah, so have it go back ten steps. Then Isaiah the prophet called out to the Lord, and the Lord made the shadow go back ten steps. 
It went back the 10 steps it had gone down on the stairway Ahaz had made. At that time, Marduk Baladin, the king of Babylon, sent Hezekiah letters and a gift. He had heard that Hezekiah had been sick. Marduk Baladin was the son of Baladin. Hezekiah received the messengers. He showed them everything in his storerooms. He showed them the silver and gold. He showed them the spices and the fine olive oil. He showed them where he kept his weapons and he showed them all his treasures. In fact, he showed them everything in his palace and in his whole kingdom. Then Isaiah, the prophet, went to King Hezekiah. He asked him, what did those men say? Where did they come from? They came from a land far away, Hezekiah said. They came from Babylon. The prophet asked, what did they see in your palace? They saw everything in my palace, Hezekiah said. I showed them all my treasures. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, listen to the Lord's message. He says, you can be sure the time will come when everything in your palace will be carried off to Babylon. Everything the kings before you have stored up until this day will be taken away. There will not be anything left, says the Lord. Some of the members of your family line will be taken away. They will be your own flesh and blood. They will include the children who will be born into your family line in years to come, and they will serve the king of Babylon in his palace. The message the Lord has spoken through you is good, Hezekiah replied. He thought, there will be peace and safety while I'm still living. Thanks, Kara. Oh, so God gave him an extra 15 years to live, huh? That's right, it was a pretty good deal. Oh, yeah, but then, you know, Dave, I don't know why showing the Babylonians his stuff was so bad. How come God was so unhappy with him for doing that? Oh, well, sounds like here comes the professor. It's Professor Westminster. 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 Summer, springtime, of course. Someone you can always pull. Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. I just heard your question about King Hezekiah. Now, if you remember, we said that we're not going to read the books of First and Second Chronicles because, well, they tell lots of the same stories we've already heard. But yes, it tells them in a slightly different way. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay, so listen to how the story is told in Second Chronicles, chapter 32, verse 24 and 25. It says this, In those days Hezekiah became sick. He knew he was about to die, so he prayed to the Lord. And the Lord answered him. He gave him a miraculous sign, but Hezekiah's heart was proud. He didn't give thanks for the many kind things the Lord had done for him, so the Lord became angry with him. Now, did you hear that, Marvin? It said Hezekiah became proud. Oh, okay. So you see, that meant even though God had given him 15 extra years on earth, when the Babylonians came to visit, Hezekiah wanted to show off. He, he wanted to say, hey, yo, Babylonian dudes, look what a great king I am. Look at all my treasure. Yeah, I bet you wish you were me, huh? He was all about his own glory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not so good. Yeah, it's not. Israel's most valuable treasure was not lumps of gold or silver. Their most valuable treasure was being the people chosen by the living God to be his people. 
but Hezekiah didn't care to tell the Babylonians that. He acted as though he was, and his treasure was, the best thing about Israel. He glorified himself instead of glorifying God. Okay, I see. Yeah, so, well, that's why God wasn't so happy. Yeah, Hezekiah dishonored God as he honored himself. Yeah, not good. Thanks, Professor. And boys and girls, if you're a follower of Jesus, well, it's our job to glorify God, not ourselves. We don't want to point at ourselves and say, hey, look how great I am. We want to point people to God and say, hey, look how great my God is. We sometimes use words to do that, but we can do it every day by doing our best to follow him. Oh, how do you mean, Dave? Well, Marvin, maybe you tell the truth when it would be easier to tell a lie. Maybe you don't cheat at games. Maybe you go and say sorry after you realize you've said or done something that was mean or rude. Little things like that that might make your friends or your teachers say, you know what, there's something different about Marvin. He's living his life a bit differently to other kids. They might not know what is different. Okay, yeah, but it's because I'm trying to do what Jesus wants me to do instead of just doing things my own way. Exactly, Marvin. And that's one of the ways our lives can give glory to God. How our lives can point people to him, show them how good and perfect and amazing he is. Not to make us look good, but to show people how good God is. Because, well, he is the best. Gotcha, Dave. Point people to God, not ourselves. That's it. And boys and girls, can you think of other ways that you can do that? But, well, we'd better leave it there for today, Marvin, and we will be back tomorrow to finish up the book of Second Kings. Oh, wow. We made it. Okay, great. Well, see you tomorrow, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh. Adams.